What's good? What's popping, everybody? Welcome to TVT. This is your host, Mish. I'm so excited today. We have a special guest, and her name is Tika. She is a digital creator, so I can't wait for you guys to meet her. She is such a wonderful person. I wish you could see into the studio today. She is dressed perfectly. She's so gorgeous. Um, first things first, I want to play you guys a song. This song is called So by Tracy Chapman. This song reminds me of... You know, growing up in Zimbabwe, my mom really loved this song. And just in light of Family Day, I also hope you guys had a great Family Day, you know? Yeah, so here's So by Tracy Chapman. Welcome back to TVT. This is your host once again, Michelle. 
Uh, we have a special guest today, and we're just going to get right into it. Our guest name is Tika. Hi, Tika. Hello. How are you? Doing fabulous. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm so nervous. Like, oh, my goodness. Why? Yeah. I've never been on the radio before. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so chilled, and it's just even better to have you here. Oh, thanks. You gave me so many compliments at first. <laughs> like, I need to give you compliments back. You could be a really great radio host. Oh, my goodness. Boss, black girl, magic. I'm all about it. I'm living. That's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So, how's it going? How's life? What have you been up to? And yeah. Um, what have I been doing? What ha- what is up? Uh, well, I've been working on my YouTube channel. Right. That's for sure. Um, that's been going pretty well, I guess you could say. Like, I'm slowly doing my best to, like, look up research on YouTube of how to optimize my channel, right. make sure other people are able to see it, stuff like that. And I'm learning so much. I'm so thankful for all the people on YouTube who are able to give us the information that they have learned to us small time, just beginner baby YouTubers. And it's very helpful. I'm slowly seeing my numbers increase slowly but surely yeah so that makes me very 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 happy that's so awesome um what motivated you to start a youtube channel oh my gosh there's this youtuber called kelly stamps okay and um she is a black youtuber in the u.s Mm -hmm. and i'm sure many people have heard of her but she is just very all about uh inspiring other people to create their own youtube channels like She's like, don't think about it too much, you know, just start something, just upload a video at first, you mm-hmm. know, just do it. And because it's one way of making money, for one thing, it's a great way to make money, but it's not an easy overnight success type of thing. No. <laughs> and also, it's a way to, it's a platform to make a difference in the world if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I've been doing is... I'm just really sick and tired. Like anybody that knows me knows that I can go on a rant about this. I am really, 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 really sick and tired of seeing the way society works nowadays. Mm-hmm. How it's been working. What am I even saying nowadays? <laughs> um, but it's, it's, where do I even begin? First of all, fat shaming. Right. Um, being black or a minority period. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, and for me personally, um, I struggle with uh, depression, anxiety, and emotional dysregulation mm-hmm. disorder. And that has really been an experience for sure. Um, right. It has taught me that emotions are something else. Mm-hmm. Emotions. It, it, I, I now really prioritize people in my life who are emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I used to not be an emotionally healthy person whatsoever, as most of us aren't. Right. Because the society is constantly teaching us that, you know, only wusses care about emotions Mm. and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. your emotions are just, you know, ignore your mental health, ignore your emotions. They don't matter. You just need to hustle. Mm. I hate hustle culture. And like our parents' generation was all about hustle culture. Mm. This generation and the ones that are coming up now are all about, I need to work on me and make sure that I'm in good health 
before I even try to, you know, go out into the world, go into school, get a job, stuff like that. I need to make sure I'm in good health. There's this meme that I saw mm-hmm. <laughs> on Instagram yeah. and it was talking about this one boss. Basically, I don't know if it's real or not, but this one boss was like, uh, I I hate this generation nowadays. They just quit because of any reason. Like this, <laughs> my employee just quit on me by just texting me. It's feeling shackled. Mm. I quit. <laughs> and I just was like, wow, um, that really describes us. But yeah. it, I know that it's it's a complex matter. Some people are like, oh, this generation is just all about their emotions and they're so self-centered and conceited. They're like, I just quit because I'm just not feeling it today. So I'm just going to quit my job, you know. But then there's another side to it. Not all of us are like this. Mm. Like, we don't want to live according to the way that our parents have been living because that is toxic. Mm -hmm. And that has only led to a generation after generation of traumatized people, Mm -hmm. people who are not even working on getting better. They just ignore their illnesses, the pains that they feel. They just ignore it. Mm -hmm. And we're all pretty sick and tired of that. Right. Because it's not healthy. And we do not want our children to grow up in this toxic world. For me personally, I I, I have a firm stance, but who knows? We'll change our mind. Maybe I'll change my mind because I'm a flippant person, but I don't think I'm going to change my mind on this one. Okay. But (laughs) I am very like, I don't think I'm ever going to have children because this world is just too much. Yeah. This world is just, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, just going back to one point that, that you mentioned, um, I think we were raised by um, people that were, yeah, part of the hustle culture, you mm-hmm. know? So there was no time to be feeling what you're feeling. There was no mm-hmm. time for mental health and stuff like that. And I guess that's why we're so um, open about expressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, our bosses are people that are, we're part of that, you know, hustle culture. Mm-hmm. So they expect you to come and, you know, and explain that this is the reason why I can't do this. But you don't care about my mental health at work. Mm-hmm. You don't care to give me a break sometimes when I can't handle it. So mm-hmm. I don't think I need to come and explain to you that I'm going to quit in a formal letter. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that because you don't care. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's a very good point. Um, hustle culture is real. And it sucks because you can easily get... Um, sucked up into it mm-hmm. i know that at some point and even still now i feel like i'm still a part of that like mm-hmm. i need to be doing something with my life and i need to mm-hmm. make something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i mm-hmm. think i even said that to you before that mm-hmm. i need to make something of my life yeah you know and um it's just hard because we've you know equated hard work and money making and yes that's a good thing but then i feel like there are other things that come into play mm-hmm. and there's no use being a robot yeah. and making so much money mm-hmm. You know, and not being mentally sane. Mm-hmm. And then I want to bring kids into the world. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> I want to have kids. You oh, know? good for you. Not but me. <laughs> I still need help. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to have kids. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I totally get you. Um, uh, that's why when it comes to my YouTube channel, what I try to promote right. is... You do not need to, you can be authentically you. Being mm-hmm. authentically you will bring so much freedom. You don't even understand. I understand, especially for teenagers. I was a teenager once, so I completely understand that you just want to fit in. 
Right. You just want to fit in and be cool like everybody else. You want to be friends with the popular kids so you don't get bullied. Mm. You know, you want to be noticed. You want to be seen as hot, cute, sexy, all these different things. Why the heck are you trying to be sexy at 16? But anyways, <laughs> um, but I've been there. And so I completely understand. You just try to fit in. Mm-hmm. But then once you get older, you realize that fitting in is not it. At all. Not at all. Mm. Like, I have been trying. When I tell you, I am such a people pleaser. Not anymore. I mean, it's past sense. I was a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Heavily <laughs> a people pleaser. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. The way that I would go out of my way to be loyal to people who treated me like absolute trash. Mm-hmm. For what? Because I wanted to fit in. Because I wanted them to like me. Why? None of those people that I was trying to please are even in my life anymore. Right. So what was the point of me wasting all my energy? What was the point? Really? What really irritates me nowadays is wasting my time. Mm. My time is so important. I am so... How do I word this without sounding some type of way? (laughs) I just see a lot of like TikToks. I don't have a TikTok. There is no way in hell I'm ever getting TikTok because that is a dark hole I am not going down. Thank you. But I see TikTok compilations on YouTube that make me laugh. Like... Mm. Uh, specifically like feminist TikToks or TikToks that just empower women. Mm -hmm. And I love the TikToks where women are like, I am, you should be honored to be in my presence. Mm. Not in a cocky way. I know it sounds cocky, but it's like, I know my worth. Mm -hmm. And if you knew your worth, you wouldn't see this as cocky. I know my worth. I know how valuable I am. I know that I am, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not the best person on the planet. I make mistakes and I say things that shouldn't be said at times. Mm -hmm. And I make sure to apologize in those moments and learn from my mistakes. But I know that I can be a great friend. I can be a great friend to people. I am very loyal to people. Very loyal. If you are in a sticky mess, I will help you out in the best way I can. If you need money, I will help you. I'm not giving you a thousand dollars. Thank you. I don't have a thousand. I ain't got a thousand dollars. But if I can help you to afford, you can't pay for your prescription. I helped a friend in the past pay for her prescription for drugs because she was dealing with so many physical illnesses and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I made sure to help her out with that because she couldn't pay. And if she didn't get those drugs, she would be in pain, like Mm -hmm. intense amount of pain. So of course I'm going to help you. Different situations like that. I make sure that my friends know that they are loved. Mm -hmm. But I just found myself constantly in situations where these people that I was trying to help were not reciprocating. Right. And I'm like, why did it take me so dang long to realize that this ain't fair? Yeah. This is not what I deserve Mm -hmm. whatsoever. You know, I think I used to be a people pleaser as well. And Mm. for me, it was mostly on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that was such a dark time for me because Mm -hmm. I was unhappy taking all these pictures that I would, you know, spend hours editing and changing Mm -hmm. and, you know, just to fit in and be relevant, Mm -hmm. you know, and I wasn't even happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wasn't even myself and I hated it so much because... Um, you know, I mean, my friends know that I love to take pictures and I enjoy that, but then Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it just didn't come from a good place anymore. I was taking pictures because I wanted to show off and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not that I even had much to show show off, but it was like, 
I just had the wrong intent intentions and it weighed heavy on me so much because I'd be thinking of my next outfit, my next hairstyle. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to like compare my life with these, you know, 25 year old girls mm -hmm. who've got good jobs and mm -hmm. I'm here working in retail and mm -hmm. I don't have that kind of money, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to make what I have work to live up to that standard. It just, mm -hmm. and the thing is when you compare, you know, it steals away from what is going good for you there was a time i prayed to be at, at viu and i got into viu mm -hmm. but like you know being at viu and just being in nanaimo i wasn't appreciating that because i had mm -hmm. you know another option to compare it to so yeah. it invalidates your own um mm -hmm. yeah i'm so happy that i did um end up getting out of that little um bubble but it was just a dark time and i never want to go back you know mm -hmm. i've just said i'm gonna post what i want to post and i'm gonna you know um enjoy my experiences without having to look at other people's what i used to do was delete my instagram and then come back again but that did not help oh me. my gosh I it doesn't help because <laughs> i would delete it then come back to the same thing and then go again so i would always be like to my friends you know me i delete my instagram once in a while i'd go do better come back see the same stuff drown it in oh it again delete God. my instagram just a cycle of no change. Do you get me? <sighs> mm -hmm. So yeah, how did you get out of that little like people pleasing bubble that you were in? Oh jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me just say, um, I was surrounded by a lot of people who, um, not a lot, but I was surrounded by a good amount of people who taught me what my worth is mm. not that they can tell you like this is how much you're worth but they just show you in their own way of living like i know my worth mm -hmm. you can see it in how i live my life and i would see that and i was like i wish i could be like that right and so i would just start emanating what they are showing to me um and you know, at first it was like, fake it till you make it, because I, it was hard for me to even believe the words coming out of my mouth. I would look myself in the mirror mm -hmm. and say, oh, my gosh, you're beautiful. You're intelligent. All these different things just to get me going at the start of my day. And I would stop myself from going on Instagram first thing in the morning and looking at other people's lives. There was this one girl. And you know what? Now I can say black girl magic, love, living, here you go. You are a boss and I live for it. Mm -hmm. um, but before <laughs> we were in, I was going to York University in Toronto. We were both in the theater program and she was very well known for her acting abilities. And she was also very beautiful, very talented, all those different things. And everybody loved her. Um, I'm not a bad actor. I believe I can do a little thing or two, mm -hmm. but um, I wasn't at her level. Right. Uh, and so I constantly compared myself to her. She had, she was getting so many opportunities. She was recently in this music video for this popular boy. I don't even know his, con his name. I don't know. But apparently he's really popular and she was in his music video. And then she gained like how many followers on Instagram because of that? I was like, why is she getting all this attention? Mm. Why why can't I be like her and all these different things? Every time I saw her post something new on Instagram, I would get so jealous. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, I need to unfollow her something or I need to get over this somehow. Right. So I just stopped going on Instagram for some time. Mm. And 
and I just kept telling myself every day, like, you need to be, I set intentions. I try to set intentions for my day to remind myself that, like, you need to not allow certain things to get to you. You need to remind yourself that you are good with where you're at. Everyone moves at a different pace. That's really something I had to learn. And it took me a couple of years to actually assert that in my brain and accept it into my heart. Right. Um, Because you can have it in your brain, but if it's not in your heart, you don't genuinely believe that. It's just not going to work. And so I kept having to tell myself that day in and day out. And it was very helpful to find. It's very rare. And this is another reason why I started my YouTube channel. It's very rare to find people with a healthy mindset like that on the internet because mm. usually <laughs> these people are hiding somewhere because they are very smart they're like i'm not going to be on social media because it's toxic mm-hmm. um i'm gonna i'm not gonna be at the center of attention because that can bring being at the center of attention is not always a great thing that right. could bring you a lot especially in this day and age where cancel culture and everything mm. if you say one bad thing you're done you're done for Sorry. and so a lot of people are like I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be following society's norms. So they do their own thing. Usually they live off the grid for mm-hmm. heaven's sakes. Cause they're like, I'm just going to create my own life for myself. I don't want to depend on anybody else. I wish I could do that, but I ain't got the money. Go build my own <laughs> yurt, you know, stuff like that. It ain't going to happen just yet. But, and I don't really want to live off the grid either way. I like the city, mm-hmm. but um, they're usually not on the internet cause they don't want to be a part of this toxic culture, mm-hmm. which is very smart. But, If we do not go, people who are trying their best to get out of this toxic mindset, who who are growing and who are are emotionally healthy, if they don't go onto the internet and create Instagram pages, create YouTube channels to help other people to realize that this is toxic and there is a way to get out of this, you don't have to live your life this way. Right. Things will never change. Mm Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a lot of influencers who have a very large platform who are absolutely wasting their platform by just posting selfies every day mm-hmm. and like, oh, this is my new sponsorship. Look at my jewelry, blah, 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 blah. Like, look at my car and all these different things. Unfortunately, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And they're only progressing this toxic culture. So, right. I think we need to realize as a society that, um, the internet and all these media things are created to um, foster difference, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because if you see someone on the internet that has a beautiful body and um, unrealistic things going on for them, and then they start telling you, buy this product, it helped me with my... My um, diet. Yeah, with my diet. Mm -hmm. You're going to get it. I think that's why... Racism exists, right? Mm-hmm. Racism is a social construct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there must always be difference so that other people can thrive. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you must always feel insecure about the person that you are so that our business can grow. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just the way it is. And I think my best advice would be that, you know, don't be found on that side. Don't be found as, you know, deeming yourself unworthy so that you can buy into these products that will enhance your beauty you are enough the way that you are Mm -hmm. there's nothing that you need to buy (laughs) to make you look better Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing that you need to support or just block that celebrity honestly Mm -hmm. they're getting paid to look like that Mm -hmm. they're not sleeping they're eating nothing close to nothing every day to look like that 
And it's a whole bunch of editing. Thank you. You can go, go and eat, enjoy life. Because when you're mm-hmm. dead, no one's going to care mm. if you had a banging body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one thing I like to say to people who are like, because I've had a couple of people come up to me and been like, Martika, you're confident, right? I'm like, I try to be. Um, <laughs> I try. <laughs> trying? Um, and they'll say like, uh, one of my classmates came up to me and asked, um, I'm in a situation where I'm something's happening and my grandparents, if I tell them what's happening, they're not going to like me. They're going to, uh, what's the word, distance themselves from me. Right. They, they're not going to want to talk to me anymore. Should I just, con- what's the word? Con- Confront them? Con- no. Like, should I just become what they want me to become, basically? Oh, conform. Conform. Should I conform to their ideals and ignore what I want for myself just to make them happy? Or should I just do what I want to do? It's a girl, when you're on your deathbed, <laughs> when you're on your deathbed, mm-hmm. do will you will you look back on your life and say, I'm so glad I conformed to everybody else's values and views and how they wanted me to live my life instead of living for me. I feel so accomplished. Will you say that? I don't think so. I don't think anybody will say that. You're mm. joking if you think you're going to say that. Right. So you better start living according to how you want to live. And they'll forgive you. Come on. Mm. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> Even if, listen, if they don't accept you for who you are, unfortunately, that happens quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You just, it's going to be sad. It's going to be hard. I've experienced this too. You got to keep living your life. At right. the end of the day, you'll be happier that way. Mm-hmm. You'll be happier. So. <laughs> And I think it would be easier instead of like living around people that you have to hide your yourself. Yeah, from. you're gonna be depressed. Yeah, um, I think the whole concept of family is a good idea, but it's not always the same in every family because not every family member is supportive or loving. Nope. You know, you can be my family, but still be a hater mm-hmm. and still need to be cut off mm-hmm. and toxic. My mom did not want me to go to theater. Mm-hmm. We argued literally day in and day out until I moved to Toronto. Until the day I moved to Toronto, she did not have my back. Yeah. And um, it was funny because a couple of months into me actually going to school uh, in Toronto for theater, she was like, she called me up. She was like, Martika, I'm so glad you didn't listen to me and you're just living your life according to how you want to. Wow. So that could happen too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that happened though because oh, it's always hard like having your mom not support you you know moms mm-hmm. are kind of like the biggest supporters mm. anyway we're going to um, listen to a song requested by our guest and this yeah. called Woman by Little Sims why the song? why this? when why you hear song? the lyrics I don't even need to explain okay women got the melanin dripping l-o-n-d-o n-c-e girl living in the back looking like fire chili pepper you're a girl tougher than imperial leather he was getting bitter while she was getting better diamonds are forever miss sierra leone looking like a gem works hard in the week party on the weekend know you want to live with no one watching how you spend got a thing for the finer things and the finer men <laughs> miss tanzania she a do or die says 
if you wanna know more about the Sukuma tribe We hit the zoo, once wasn't enough Got an ocean full of knowledge, you could scuba dive Miss Ethiopia can play so jazzy They sit you down to school, you want Selassie Tell them you're nothing without a woman, no Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow Tell them what's up Repping for your country, sun kissing your brown skin, looking like money. Says she focusing on being an accountant. When you have beauty and brains, they find it astounding. Why she been getting it on her own, nigga? Self-made, ain't nobody doing gold, nigga. Now, Miss India always beats with her chest. Got respect from her people, cause she leads them the best. Hmm, real life queen in the flesh. Know the crown get heavy, still the bees on your head. Brooklyn ladies know you hustle on the daily Innovative just like Donna Summer in the 80s Your time is seeing you glow now Intelligence and elegance, show them how Miss Jamaica understand food for the soul She get up in the kitchen, now she throw down Ain't nothing without a woman, no Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow Tell them what's up Gonna girl, calm with it, never let the marijuana fail. Though a sucker for the romance, take you to the homeland. One way she ain't coming back, nah. All I see is black stars and I friggin' love it, yeah, yeah. Time's up, tell the people that we coming, yeah, yeah. Done being in the shadow, going public, yeah, yeah. Don't know how to bear it, how to stomach, yeah, yeah. Hand over the shit and let us run it, yeah, yeah. All we know is looking clueless, all they know is stairs there. Ain't nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow, glow, glow. Hi friends, welcome back to TVT. We just listened to Little Sims with a song called Woman. That was such a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. And if you get the chance, I think you should watch the video. It's um, so diverse and it's it's got a, a bunch of different women with, you know, different bodies. And yeah, I really wish I'd grown up seeing videos like this, you know, because 
yeah what i grew up seeing made me hate the way that i was at the yeah. time and um yeah very difficult because when you grew up seeing that you you think you don't fit into the beauty standard but mm -hmm. <laughs> the beauty standard is fake mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not real yep that is for sure um for me uh, i briefly touched on it before but for i'm a thick girl mm -hmm. and i have always been a thick girl and because of that <laughs> i often had uh suffered a lot of bullying because of that throughout my school career up until university when i got to university i didn't have that issue anymore because people are a little more mature in university hallelujah mm -hmm. um but elementary school high school for sure i was bullied because of that often by family by my classmates by my doctor for heaven's sakes it was horrible and i hated the way that i looked i couldn't look myself in the mirror and say oh you look really good today mm. couldn't do that could not do that um i would weigh myself every day and run to my bed and cry and pray god why can't you just help me to lose the weight like i just want to be skinny like everybody else like i used to beg the lord to help me to lose weight and there should be no child going on a diet to lose weight and be exercising i used to exercise five to six hours a day every day wow and by doing that for some for about half a year uh in high school i lost all the weight uh, I lost 60 pounds. Uh, yeah, 60 pounds. And I was a skinny mini. I could yeah. fit into size two before I was in like size 16. I went to size two. And uh, it was over summer break. So people didn't see me. None of my classmates saw me uh, losing the weight. So all of a sudden they see me after the summertime. I come to school. Everybody starts looking at me different. I mm. noticed it. People didn't even used to pay me no mind in the hallways. Was this approval or what? Oh, boy. It was like, it was like I was like a piece of meat, basically. Wow. Because I started noticing, when I tell you before, no guy used to look at me. No guy. All of a sudden, as I'm walking down the hallway, every day, there's guys just staring at me. I hear this one guy and his friend, they walk past me, and I notice that one of them's checking me out. And his friend is like, yo, stop checking her out, man. And he's like, oh, stop it, stop it, she'll hear you. And I was like, he actually was checking me out. I thought I was seeing something. Like, I thought I was like, no, he's not checking me out. Nobody checks me out. But people started looking at me differently, and I was uncomfortable. And at the same time, sadly enough, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Now people are paying attention to me. Because, you know, at that time I was like, you know, I'm a hot girl now. I lost the weight and now guys are looking at me. So I started feeling like uncomfortable, but happy at the same time that I was getting male attention. Mm. And it was really sad that they, they couldn't even pay no attention to me when I was thick. But when I had lost all the weight, I'm a size two, that's when they start paying attention to me. It's not like I was a new kid at school. I've been there all this time. Right. This was like grade 11 at this point. It's, I'm not, it's not the first day I'm showing up. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, now they're paying attention to me. All the amount of male attention I started getting after that, I was like, what the heck? This is what, I don't know, skinny girls go through. Like, this is <laughs> kind of uncomfortable. But that's why. And another thing was, like you were talking about, the representation that we had on tv and such when mm -hmm. we were little kids even up until recently um it's it's saddening mm -hmm. very saddening and i just i want i what i did this inspired me because i there used to be a time 
where I didn't even fully understand what it meant to say I'm a black person, especially a black woman. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I was a very sheltered child and I was very ignorant. So I didn't really understand everything about racism. I thought racism wasn't really a thing. Mm -hmm. I thought when my mom would be like, this lady's being racist to me. I was like, mom, why are you pulling the racist card? Like, mm. oh my gosh, you're being overdramatic. <laughs> and um, I just didn't believe racism was really a thing much in Canada. I said, maybe in the U.S., <laughs> you know, like, well, not really here in Canada. And yeah. so uh, it was, it, it was horrible. It was horrible. Only mm. up until a couple of years ago was I able to fully understand what it means to be black in this world. Mm. The racism, all the different things, the stereotypes, all that stuff. Like I didn't fully grasp it until then. And so that inspired me to make a movie and I created a short film called Bright Awakening. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. that's, that's nice. It's on my YouTube channel. It yeah. almost is at 100 views. And that makes me so, 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 so. That's a lot. I know. It makes me so happy. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but uh, I made that with a, a a couple of people that I met through this um, production program to become like it was they were teaching us how to become production assistants and it was specifically for black people in toronto mm -hmm. and so i i just messaged the group chat because we were all in a group chat i said does anyone want to make a movie together and some of them were like half of them were like count me in let's do this let's do this um but because of COVID, i wasn't able to work with every single one of them um so i was only able to work with a couple of them so i had a, a videographer slash co-director mm -hmm. and i had a writer oh my gosh styles parker shout out to styles parker listen he's also a rapper he's a great rapper as well you can find his stuff on youtube i'm pretty sure but he is an amazing writer when i tell you that man will be famous one day for the stuff that he writes i always will shout him out he's such an awesome man he's right. a great father he's really great he's really like i love that man so much <laughs> anyways He's an amazing writer, Styles Parker. And you can also find him on Instagram. And um, he wrote the script. Uh, we were working together. We had a lot of meetings to work out. What do we, what do, because it was like my, pro, my production. So everyone was like asking me, what do you want this to be about? And I was like, I've never done this before. I've never made a movie before. Like I was really scared and I had to put my like CEO cap on like right. I am the CEO of a production company now like I and I actually am but Period. I have my own production company called May Productions mm -hmm. May is named after the middle name of my mom wow. and so uh, I am the CEO of a production company I gotta act like one mm. I just felt so weird because I was telling people what to do and what I want I'm like I understand what you're looking for but this is what I want this is the direction I want to go in and I had to lead my team and it was just a whole crazy experience and I was like this is what I need to be doing with my life right. this is so fulfilling and mm. I knew that like this this is what I need to do for the rest of my life so <laughs> I know that for sure now but um we ended up filming in winter it was cold winter in Toronto oh my gosh one of my friends came out and was like a background actress in it and oh my I'm so happy she showed up everybody that showed up and helped out yeah. Charlene meant Oh, gosh, I forgot her name. Charlene, though, she is also the uh, actress, one of the lead actresses in the film. She is amazing. Chantel Deanna. Or is it Chantel? Well, I love how I can't remember anyone's last name. Chantel, <laughs> all of them, all of them. Uh, they're all on Instagram. No, Chantel's not on Instagram. But they're all in the film. If you want to watch them and um, all their 
stuff is in the description box on YouTube. Bright Awakening, short film is what it's called on YouTube. And I was just basically talking about my experience, um, my experience learning that I'm black and the ramifications of this, the mm. consequences that we have to go through as if we did something wrong right? of being a black person. Mm-hmm. And real, and it was like this, my character Mia in the movie realizes all of this after the George Floyd um murder Mm -hmm. and uh in the movie we don't say george floyd because that could come up with some copyright and stuff like that but we say somebody else's name that we came up with but basically was after that because that's what happened in real life after Mm -hmm. the george george floyd murder all of a sudden i was like i'm black yeah this is what black people go through i have two older brothers who are black Mm. one lives in florida and the other one lives in hamilton ontario and i thought to myself oh my gosh what experiences have they gone through that they haven't even told me about? Mm. Like, what trauma do they have that they haven't even discussed with me? Because, you know, black people and trauma and mental illness, we don't talk about that, yeah. unfortunately, which is ridiculous, but <laughs> we don't talk about that. So, and they're very closed off when it comes to those types of things. So I was like, I can't imagine what they go through. Mm. Like, unfortunately, Fortunately, I guess if that's even the right word to use for me, I am very light skinned that I often have been passed as mixed, half white, half black. Mm. And because of that, I have not suffered as much as the next person, as I'm sure you have, because you're darker than me. (laughs) Right. Um, You, I'm sure, have gone through a lot more than I have. But people often Mm. think I am not even black. I'm like some something else. I'm just really light skinned and blah, blah, blah. And people have said had like made jokes like you don't even look black like if you didn't have black people hair if you had white people hair you could totally pass as just a really light-skinned person you know not even black or something i don't know mixed or something like you could totally get away with not being black Mm. and the funny thing is the disgusting thing is is that i used to be happy about that Ooh, nobody can tell i'm black you're so pretty for a black I'm girl. So pretty for a black girl. Oh my god! Yeah, and all these different things. Yeah, and I used to be so happy that oh, I get a pass because I'm light skinned mm. You know, that's when I started learning about colorism. The right. first time I heard about colorism is when I watched an interview of Rihanna. She was talking about her experience, and she's from Barbados, right? Yeah. Right. Her experience of her living in Barbados, she used to get bullied for the color of her skin. And that was the first time I ever heard about colorism. Mm. I was in high school. I said, that's a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, I was sheltered. I knew nothing. So I was like, no. Yeah. And so then I started hearing more stories, different celebrities, black female celebrities, like mm-hmm. the color of my skin has caused me to get a pass. The color of my skin has caused me to get more racism than others. Has yeah. All these different things. And I started to prance around like, oh, my gosh, I'm light skinned. I'm awesome. I'm different. I'm, I'm better different. Than all. I'm better than everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am so embarrassed that yeah. I was doing that. It's not like I was going around telling people I'm light skinned right there. Nobody could tell. Yes. But I was like, you know, ugh. you better recognize. You better recognize I'm light skinned. <laughs> you know, I'm so pretty and all these different things. And oh. Uh, you know, like in my country, light-skinned girls, no matter what you look like, as long as you're light-skinned, mm-hmm. you you got to pass. I you know. know um, no matter what it was, if you're light-skinned, mm-hmm. 
when the darker people <laughs> you know you were just the better version like mm-hmm. light skin girls were associated with being pretty yeah that's all you know mm-hmm. there was nothing to it but just going back to some things that you mentioned um it's just funny that you know when we're growing when we were growing up mm-hmm. having a big bum and big lips and a big mm-hmm. nose was mm-hmm. um it was looked down upon and you know you were teased for things like that but now everyone is getting a a bbl mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and there are a lot of celebrities that are that are black fishing ah, you know Ariana grande you know <laughs> to name a few there's just so many and they're making money from that and if you look at tiktok yeah. the original creators of the dances that we all know mm-hmm. are black creators mm-hmm. but they don't make as much money mm-hmm. as um you know majority <laughs> created mm-hmm. it's it's really terrible mm-hmm. um yeah what do you think about black fishing? I mean, Lord obviously, Jesus. <laughs> black fishing. Um, there's a lot. Uh, oh, I don't even know where to begin. For one thing, when I see people like Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, all of them, mm. it's just it's the braids for me. Like, it, why do you have braids on? The tan of tanning skin. There's one thing that mm. I heard of. I only heard this recently on a podcast or something like that. You know, people always go on about bleaching skin isn't good for you. And, you know, it's, it's all this, all that's just a whole other topic. Bleaching skin is not good. But and you're just trying to fit a norm. You're just trying to look white. And why? Why are you trying to look white when your skin is already beautiful? Right. And then there is tanning, though. We have never I've never heard a discussion until recently how tanning is just like bleaching. Mm. Except instead of trying to look white, you're trying to look black. So that's so crazy because I wish you could then look black and also carry all the, you know, the problems that come with being mm. black. It's like, but you no, can that change. doesn't happen. No, nah, you can you can easily walk, you know, back and forth yep. between being black and white and you yep. can go back to your privilege when you exactly. need it. Exactly. Yep. And now Ariana Grande has gone from black fishing to Asian fishing at this point with her eyes. Um, I don't know if you've seen recent pictures of her, but that chick does not look. You couldn't even tell me that chick is white. She is. Sometimes I look at her and I'm like, it's so terrible because the people that do look like that mm-hmm. are suffering from hate mm-hmm. crimes. And let's talk about the Asian hate that came with COVID, mm-hmm. you know, but she oh, didn't gosh. have to do that because, you know, she's Ariana Grande. We yep. know that she's white, right? Mm-hmm. So she can get a pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's it's I just I don't like even talking about stuff like this because <laughs> honestly, it's a waste of my energy. Yo, I get it's it. It's a waste. It's so it's like, oh. For one thing, why? Mm. Why? Why are you doing this? Yeah. And then you know that her fan base will support her no, no matter, matter what. what. <laughs> they will support her. Even if this chick, oh, I don't even know. Anyways, but why? I You know what? Let's 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 bring it back. Yes, because I'm done. What do you like to do for fun, girl? Oh my gosh, what do I like to do? <laughs> Is that hard? No, I don't like to talk about blackfishing, but um, <laughs> for fun, honestly, I like to bake. Mm. I like to bake a lot. That's why I went to school at VIU for their baking program. Mm-hmm. So I've taken a leave of absence for my mental health, which is important. Good for you. Very important. I'm very proud of myself for advocating for myself because there was a lot of people in my life telling me to just push through. <laughs> Where and, are they now? Oh, good grief. Um, 
they have apologized though mm. and i know they didn't have bad intentions right a lot of people don't understand what it's like to have a mental illness mm. so people were telling me like you only have five months left in the program just push through just finish and you'll graduate and then you'll be a certified pastry chef professional baker whatever you want to call it right and i was like i understand five months is short when you have three mental illnesses, one one is enough. But when mm. you have three mental illnesses, five months is a very long time. Um, waking up every day and going mm. into an environment that just triggers you and not even having any friends. I had no friends in the program. I had one friend, mm -hmm. but we were in different classes, so I barely even got to see them. Um, it was very difficult. Nobody to support you, nothing like I don't know, but, and that's one thing, one thing, um, I kind of avoided the question what I like to do, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I literally do nothing. I literally film videos for YouTube. Mm -hmm. I try and optimize my channel. I try to come up with content and that's basically all that I do. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. How is your friendship situation? How are your friends and, um, do you have friends in the city that, you know, and <laughs> I think friendship is a very important. Um... <laughs> okay. I have, I have a podcast called Plein de Vie, which means full of life in French. Mm. I am not speaking French in the channel. I can't speak a link of a lick of French. I could say bonjour, je m'appelle Martiga. And that's, that's Period. it. Period. That's enough. That's honey. enough. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, come see, come saw, you know, stuff like that. We, oui. but we're speaking fully English on that channel. <laughs> And it's also on my YouTube channel, which is Tika, or you can type in Martika McLean to find me. Mm. And um, I, I have an episode where I talk about friendships. The, I basically, like I was saying, I was constantly in friendships that I was giving and giving and giving and I wasn't receiving. Right. I recently, oh my gosh, I recently had a friend friend i won't say their name call them out sis. I'm i won't say their name say though their I, name. I really want to call them out <laughs> but um this person we were very very close right. we considered each other brother and sister mm. tell me why we're talking everything's good and then one day this man drops off the face of the earth i try contacting him he doesn't answer his phone ever. I contact his mom to see if he's okay because I have his mom's number. That's how close we were. And his mom's like, oh, yeah, everything's okay with him. I don't know what you're talking about. Totally Yo, just give him a call. Wait, he's and alive? So <laughs> I call him again. I have his best friend's number because they live together, him and his best friend in Alberta. Yeah. And uh, I call his friend one day when I'm at school because I tried calling at different times um, and Finally, his best friend picks up the phone. I'm like, what's going on with this person? Like, are they alive? Are they okay? His friend says, uh, I mean, I guess he's all right. Um, not really, though. Like, so I'm like, okay, so you're lying not only to me, but you're lying to his mom as well because his mom thinks he's perfectly fine. Mm. And so I was like, can you please put him on the phone? Is he there? He's like, yeah, he's there, but he's sleeping. I'm like, I really don't care at this wake point. Wake him up. Wake right him up. Now. Wake him up. He's like, I don't want to wake him up. No, he's sleeping. I don't want to be mean. I, I will said, walk there right now. I will. 
I will get into a plane and fly over to Alberta. Are you calm? Fly? Are you? <laughs> I'll run to Alberta right now. I will run. Listen, <laughs> I said, put him on the phone. Thank you. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll put him on the phone. He was very hesitant. I had to convince this man. Put him on the phone. Put him on the phone. <laughs> and so he said that he went to his, his bedside, to my friend's bedside, and tried to wake him up. I think he was lying. I'll tell you why. Mm. And... um. He was like, okay, he's awake. And so I said, blank, why are you ignoring me? I get no response. I was like, hello? Hello? His friend comes back on the phone and was like, oh, he fell back asleep. (laughs) He fell back asleep. I said, wake him up. He's like, I don't, I don't. And so I was like, excuse me. Do you understand how I feel right now? If you were in my position, especially as his best friend, I'm supposed to be his so-called sister and he is ignoring me like this. That's actually not okay. It is not okay. So I I hope you understand how I feel. He said, I understand it's not right. Blah, 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 blah. And so I asked him, why hasn't he been answering the phone? What have you guys been doing that he can't answer the phone? He said, oh, we've just been going for walks and playing basketball. <laughs> it takes three seconds to send a text message. We've been going for walks and playing basketball. That's why you can't answer the phone. Basketball? He said, oh, yeah, and we've been we've been going to these meetings with some friends we met for Bible study. Okay, so you're going for Bible study. You're playing basketball. You're going for walks. You can't answer the phone. He said, well, yeah, we've just been really busy with doing those things, you know, just walking and stuff. <laughs> I was like, put him on the phone. What are you doing? But he hangs up the phone on me. And that was the end of that? I haven't heard from any of them since. And that was how many months ago? These are how my so-called friends treat me. After I (laughs) do all that I can, I have their back. I help them whenever they need help. I do so much. I planned this man's birthday party. I He said to me, this was the best birthday party I've ever had. I'm so happy that you're in my life. And blah, 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 blah. Cuts you off. And he cuts me off. <laughs> he went on for how long about that birthday party, how amazing it was, blah, blah, blah. And this is how you treat me. Wow. Anyway, sadly, we've come to the end of the show. Oh, gosh, I have so much to say. <laughs> the end what do you mean we need a part two no 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 definitely i need to bring you back because i feel oh, like yes. we, need, we need to talk about i have so much yeah i'm so excited to have you come back honestly oh my gosh thank you so much for coming to you guys thank you a, for having me i just wanted time. to say like i'm so happy that you have this yeah. in order to help out other black people because we need this especially in nanaimo right we need this so 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 bad mm. thank so. you for your support though because i feel like Without you guys, this wouldn't be a thing. I can't talk to myself long. So yeah. I'm so happy when you Oh, you've got my support. And you pour your heart out because it just, you know, helps me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to TVT today. It was so fun. Please watch out for um, the podcast that will probably go up today. And yeah, give us um, some feedback if you'd like. And yeah, once again, thanks, Tika. See you guys next week. We're going to end with a song called Taro by Masego. And yeah, see you next week. Bye.